Hello, and welcome to Dungeon Ducks, our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign of Dragon World. This is episode 3. My name is Wade, and I'll be your Dungeon Master. To my left, we have... Mouthy. Uh, Ranger? Um, Waterhorn the Fighter? Zuri the Druid? Dragon Fairy the Barbarian? And Shellshock the Rogue. Alright, and last time, you came across a group of kobolds tossing stones and, and tree trunks and debris into a pool to block the water source to the town of Cedarwood. You fought them valiantly. Most of you dealt significant damage. Uh, Dragon Prey took significant damage, but you beat them quite easily. As you are about to turn back to the town, you suddenly heard a noise a burbling, gurgling noise, and as you look, a large water elemental appeared. And that's where we're going to begin. So, the water elemental rises out of the water. Big, watery form. A mad face. Big, watery fists that look like, kind of like waterfalls just pouring. And he comes up and goes, Why have you been messing with my home? Is this like? <laughs> is this like an animal? Or more so of a... this is a water elemental. So and it's today so it's what? Did they understand what he said? So that's a good question. Actually, the only ones who would understand what he said would be Shellshock. As a turtle, you speak Aquan, which is a primordial language, and Mal, as a ranger, you have taken primordial as one of your languages. So, uh, water elementals will speak Aquan, and so you say, you understand him, Shellshock, you understand him very clearly. He is speaking Aquan, you understand. If I can speak with animals in my spells? He is not a beast. So this is an elemental. So okay. this is a, a completely different type of creature. Something that's outside of like your realm. Like the water guy at, in Narnia at the end of Prince Caspian? Water guy? I'm yeah, reading that I mean, book. Don't tell me secrets. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so he's a being a being made of water. Okay. And but he speaks an elemental language. Uh, Shellshock as a turtle understands it. And Dragon Fairy, Zuri, and Rhinohorn, all you hear is That's all you hear. Now, Mal, you speak primordial. So Primordial is a more generic version of the language, so you don't understand them nearly as perfectly as Shellshock does, but you understand enough. You understand that he is angry, and you understand that he is asking, basically, what are you doing here? Why Why are you destroying his home? So we're, not, we're not the ones doing it. We're not. We're not. Yeah. She can't talk to the monster. Hmm? Um. So, so first, like, let me say this again real quick. Dragon Fairy, Zuri, and Rhino Horn, y'all don't understand what's going on. You don't understand what he says. You just hear a burbling noise. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Mal, what are you? Are you going to speak into a back guess, to him? I guess say, we're not destroying your home. 
Did they even know this was a home? Shell shock. We're, we're not the ones destroying it. The some cobalt bolts were here destroying it. Are you saying that back in Aquan? Mm-hmm. And then Mal, are you saying that back in Primordial? Okay, so he goes. Actually, both of you do to then give me uh, persuasion checks. Nice. So persuasion. I got 12 plus 4, which is 16. 12 plus 4, 16? I got 6. You got a 6. Okay. So, Shellshock, this is this worked out well because you're speaking the exact same language he is. So he, so your persuasion, your insistence that y'all are innocent, essentially, is very clear to him. He understands that. And he, so he asks, Then what are you doing here? Why was my river blocked? We were, um, um, the kobolds were blocking it with the rocks, and we killed the kobolds. So they don't block it with the rocks. He goes, he, say, he says, what kobolds? Um, like, the kobolds that were just here. But we yep. killed them. What? We did not kill them. Yes, we did. That was in the last episode. Oh. So he looks around. Let me see. Ooh. Okay. So he believes you, but he's he's uh, not really seeing anything around. Um, Do we have any bodies? If you point them out to him, yeah. They're. I mean, they're out there. He's just. He's more angry that his his uh, little pool has been disturbed. So he's not really seeing clearly. But he believe he still believes you. He just doesn't see the evidence right now. Okay. So, um, and I point the body out to yeah. him. I say, I there's going to say five dead bodies of, of kobolds around your pool. Okay. So you point him out. He sees them now. I mean, he now that he's had this conversation with you, he you point them out to him. He sees them. He goes, oh, those kobolds. Filthy creatures destroying this pure land. I have heard tales of them, groups of them and others uh, destroying other pools like mine and um, just destroying the land in general without any reason. Thank you for taking care of this plague. You're welcome. Um, while we're cleaning, let me give you something. I'm, I'm tired of people throwing things in my, my home. So he then all of a sudden he just goes, he kind of sinks back into the water. Like, and then he comes back up with, let me see here. Hold on just a sec. He gives what? All right, so he comes up. water? And he hands you, he goes, and in his hands, he has 21 silver coins. And he hands them over to Shellshock. He goes, people tend to come to my pool and toss these trash into my pool. Take these with you. They're shiny. 
Thank you. And take these as well. And he he lifts his hands up, and a ball of water forms a, a, a spherical object forms in his hand and solidifies. And it it's like it looks almost like a crystal ball, and it is a drift globe. He goes. This will help light your way in the darkest moments. Thank and you. should you need any additional uh, vitality or health, take this potion. And he hands you a um, just a potion of healing. Thank you a lot. And then uh, as he hands those to you, he says, Now be sure to tell the others the other creatures of this land to stop throwing these shiny trash into my pool. Let them know that this is for meditation, not for wishing. And then he just pulls back into the water and he disappears. And then all of a sudden the water just settles and it's almost like nothing was there at all. And then the water is pouring out down the back and down the stream at full force. Um, so, how many silver points does it make to make a gold? So, it is uh, 10 silver per gold. So, he gave you 21 gold coins, sorry, 21 silver coins. So, that was essentially two gold and one silver. Two gold, one silver. Who wants the silver? Me. Me. No, it's all silver. Mm. It's all. It's twenty-one silver coins. Okay, so this can be group treasure. Group group, treasure. group loot. Who would, uh, for the sake of note taking, does who is going to be the treasurer of the team? Me. 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 I think. Me. I think Zuri should. You think Zuri should? No, mommy. Now. No. Should we roll? Yeah. I well, I think from a metagaming standpoint, who would who is best at just tracking? What is me, 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 me. No, no, not, not like survival tracking, like actual counting of money and a hoarding. We hoard. Okay. So, so me. Yep. Rhino Horn, do you want to be the one to take care of the group loot? Yeah. Okay. So then, on your on the let's, on your sheet here, can you write down um, for group loot? 21 silver in equipment or oh okay so can I keep the potion of healing and the drift globe well that so that's gonna be up to you and the team the team saw you um, Mal understood what was going on so he, she understood that he was hanging that out since, team since he gave me the ball do you think who should keep the ball me I, I should. I'm fine with Shellshock keeping the ball. And then what else did he give you? Um, a potion of healing. Yeah, I think you should keep the potion. Maybe of Mal should keep one of them because she could also understand him and was able to help you talk to him. Yeah, give her the crystal ball. So read real quick what the drift globe does. So you have your magical item cards. The small sphere of thick. Glass weighs one pound. If you are within 60 feet of it, you 
can speak its common word and cause it to emanate the light or daylight spell. Once used, the daylight effects can be used again until the next dawn. Can't be used again until the next dawn. You can speak another common word as an action to make the illuminated globe rise into the air and float no more than five feet off the ground. The globe hovers in the in this way until you are another or you or another creature grasps it. If you move more than sixty feet from the hovering globe, it follows follows you until it is within sixty feet of you. It takes the shortest route to do so if prevented from moving the globe seems gently into the ground and becomes inactive and its light moves out. Okay, so essentially the short of it is it is a magical lighting device, right? To be used in certain situations. Some of you have dark vision, some of you do not. So this would be useful this would be useful in areas where it is too dark to see. So I believe, uh, well, let's see, I think Mal, as a tiefling, you may be the only one with dark vision. Dragon Fairy has dark vision. As a no, that's right. So but Dragon Fairy's on a bathroom break. <laughs> um, so who should keep the potion? Who should keep the drift globe? I think I should keep the drift globe. I agree with that, since Dragon Fairy and Mal have dark vision. So who should keep the potion? I think since what Rhino Horn is the treasure of the group loot, then... But that's not, this is not loot. Then I think that maybe... You should keep it since you don't have anything. Mal, what do you think? Um... Okay. Okay, what? So you're fine with... You're fine with Rhino Horn keeping the potion? Runner here or me? Or Zuri? Both. Zuri? Okay. As the healer, Zuri gets to keep pushing. Okay. Alright. So, y'all are at the pool. What do y'all do now? It is about, if I remember correctly, it's about midday. So, it's about noon. What would y'all like to do? Walk back uh, to the village and tell them we swim in, swim in it. No, I want to walk back to the village and. Oh, I just want to pull into a cannonball. <laughs> no, it's someone's home. Do you cannonballs on someone's home? Just true. We might make the elemental mad at us again. I don't know if I want to. I mean, you can do that. You can go somewhere. Yeah. Are the rest of you walking away? Yep. Uh, Somebody I has to stay behind. And I and I start whistling. Do 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 do. Okay. I stay behind. No, just I just watched him swim. If he's elemental, I just wave. Okay, wave so Rhino Horn's going to swim. But, for, but to be serious, though, for how long? Um, I can fly. Honestly. Until we leave. Okay, so y'all head out. Y'all are heading back to town, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm flying over to town. I'm can, flying. Can Dragon Fairy fly? No. 
she's a she's a gnome. Fairy. Yeah, she's a gnome. You're not a fairy. You're a gnome. So you're I, walking with us. So I'm running super fast, and then I'm gonna jump over mommy's head. Oh my goodness! Everybody's oh. head. <laughs> I'm gonna. Like, I would sound like this. All right. So it takes you. Uh, it takes about mm, an hour. An hour, hour and a half to make it back to town. Uh, so y'all get back into town, and you hear the voices of the people. Kind of this time in the morning, they were all angry and disgruntled, trying to figure out what was going on while they walked. But now you can, they're cheering, they're happy. Uh, there are people getting water out and just drinking it at the, from their well. They're just excited. They're having a nice little, a small celebration. They weren't out of water for that long. They were just really concerned because that's the main source of water. You know, it happens if you don't have water for for a while. Um, but you can see that everyone's kind of gone about their business. It's the, like I said, it's just a little after midday, so they're off doing their thing. They're set, the shops are set up, the little marketplaces are set up, the little, um, you know, the farmers are out doing their farming, the Door. blacksmith is doing his blacksmithing. Ooh, you know, all. Do we um, make weapons? Get food? You want some food? Okay, yeah. You can go. Could I go to blacksmith? to see if I could get a weapon? You can. Okay. I go over to the blacksmith and I ask him, do you sell weapons? Do you sell weapons? Okay, so you walk up to the blacksmith and the blacksmith is a, is a halfling man and he's just sitting there uh, just kind of uh, at the anvil, just ching, ching. It looks like he's hammering um, a kind of like a scythe. Uh, it's a curved blade that you would know that they use for like cutting wheat and stuff. So he's just, he's being a, basically beating a shape, beating the scythe out of this does, piece of metal. Does he have any um, weapons there? He goes, well, hello. Uh, I, yeah, I could make some weapons. Um, what is it that you're looking for? Out of, this is out of character. What weapons could I pick from since I'm a rogue? Well, look at your look at your proficiencies. Um, that's what yeah. you're proficient with. But you already have all your starting weapons. You have a rapier and you have daggers. Um, could you make a crossbow? Well, he's a blacksmith, so a crossbow wouldn't necessarily come from a blacksmith. I mean, he could put one together, but. He, um, so he what's a simple weapon that I could use? Club, hammer. You already have you already have two daggers. You have a short sword. No, I'd, I'd have no daggers. Uh. So oh, you have a short sword and a rapier. Um. Um. So what is it that uh, you really need? Um. Honestly. A club. Oh, something I need? Could he um, make a cool metal? And you do have, you do have two daggers. Two daggers is, is part of the rogue starting kit. So you have two daggers, a short sword, and a rapier. Um, could he make a cool metal mask that I could wear? Yeah. Ooh. 
I mean, it would. He, so, are you asking him that? Mm-hmm. I'm asking, could you pull me together a cool mask? He says, oh, "Why, yes, I, I could. Uh, it would be fairly simple. I would s- start with a just a basic helm. Uh, maybe, uh, is there anything special that you're looking for? Um, what does he mean by, spe- by special?" Do you need a special design, or are you looking oh, for something? Special, yes, a special design. Okay, like what? He pulls out. He pulls out a notepad and a in a, uh, a quill, uh, and he starts taking notes. Are we just standing and watching him? Like, what in the world is shell shock? I want. I want to get free. <laughs> I want to get a drink and food and sit and right, so Abby, so Does everybody else head into the tavern? Yeah, the four of us are heading me. in to go I'm, get some food. I'm so swimming. No, you walk back with everybody. I fly. I fly. I have fly, Abby. Could I have a dragon design? So you would like a helm for your, like a mask for your face, and uh, it's just a mask or a full helm. How much money would a full helm be? Hmm. He takes a second, thinks about it. Let's see, let's see, let's see. A basic helm. With uh, detailed etching, um, if you give me about a week's time, I could fashion one to fit your turtle head um, for about two gold. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Not from the group loot. Oh, no. Like, for me. Rhino Horn, do not let Shellshock anywhere near that money um, for so him to make a mask for himself. Now. You can pay upon that? delivery. I'm going to save it for everybody. I pay him Shell now. Well, I could save I'll it for be here or something for all of us. And I'll be here in seven days to come get this. All right. I look forward to it. And I come back to his glute. And I asked, can we stay here for a week so I can have a cool helmet? No. We can try to come back in a week if we're on a quest. We could find some quests here to do. Like, if there's a hunter, we could go hunt him some food. It would be fun to fight an animal. We're not buying an animal. Fight. Well, real quick, so the four of y'all went into the inn for lunch, basically. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so can I use my group, the group money for us? Well, yeah. before you decide that, uh, Durgish Strongbones, the innkeeper, comes in and he sets down a, a large plate of vegetables and bread. And he says, hello, here, please, please uh, enjoy. Your friend, the turtle, left a lot of gold this morning and I bring you this as compensation. So uh, consider your meals for a few days uh, prepaid for. So I just eat it all? 
can I say nice? Thank you, Shell Shock. I, I, next. Do y'all eat? You're just hanging out there to eat for now? No, I say thank you. Okay, well, that's, that's very nice of you. Hubble, I like, like give it half to um, Zuri, give it half to Dragon Fairy, and give it half to Mal, and I have a half. So he just split the food? Yeah. Split the food? Yeah, he was, we had our own plate. Okay, while they're sitting at the table, um, and Shellshock, you've made your order at the blacksmith's place. Do you head, after you make your order, do you head back to the, um, I, into the inn? Yes, I head back to the inn to find them. All right, so you walk into the inn, and they're, they're at the table just eating um, just some, you know, a big plate of vegetables and bread. How many bread is there? How much? Um, let's see. A giant bread. I'd say about three loaves. Three, like, about, uh, they're about a foot long loaves. Oh, uh, so I cut them in half and give it to everybody. And then and I save a piece and some of the food that they got. He gave me for Caleb. And well, you gonna save shop. Shop. Um, well, you're going to save this um, piece. And you notice also that he has uh, dropped a couple of scraps on the ground, uh, meat scraps, mm. for the panther. Oh. Aww, baby panther. I love that. So How are you doing, Dragon Fairy, since you tried to squeeze the panther and he hit you? Uh, no, bit her. Bit you? Tried to. Did you heal up? You healed her last time. That's right, I did. Oh. So her health, um, she's not at full health, but she's... Pretty close. But you're doing good? No. <laughs> you still sad that the panther got you? Yes. <laughs> I hate that panther. I was sweet. What do y'all want to do now? Um, go outside um, and play in the snow. <laughs> right, well, there's no snow. It's a it's a nice sunny day. Uh, Can we go swimming now? Again? Um, You're too wet to go swimming um, again. Do I? When I I'm going to walk outside and look twenty. Um, wait. Do you think that I could hunt some food for the dwarf? No. Like, are there any? Could we like be quest for hire? Like, yeah. is there anything people need us for that we well, could? You can, you can certainly try I to find out. Just want to find like. Are y'all going um, outside? Are you standing I'm inside? Go I'm going outside and looking for. Who's all going outside? Me, me. I'm going swimming. I'm going swimming with my papa. Okay, well, there's no swimming. Um, so Mal, are you going outside? Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, I'm staying inside. With my mommy. No, you have to go outside. Why? We're all going outside. So as y'all head out, as y'all head outside, uh, you notice. uh, Actually, the ladies will see this, will recognize this person. It's the mayor of town, Lydia Leaf Blossom. Uh, You boys, y'all were in the inn earlier today when they were talking to the mayor, but you notice a halfling woman, kind of walking across the city center, the little town center, um, and she turns and she sees y'all coming out of the inn. She recognizes the ladies and she kind of hustles over there on her little halfling legs. Just, oh, hello, um, strangers. I never did get your name, but I assume, and she, at this point she's speaking to Mal. Mal, she goes, 
I assume right. y'all had something to do with the water coming back to us? Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. We so appreciate you doing that. I hope that you didn't cost you too much trouble. And can I say that there was, um, how many, um, five cobalt, five cobalts were, like, um, blocking up the water, um, in the river. And we saw, can we, out of person, can I say we saw an water elemental? You can tell her whatever you want. Okay, and, um, we saw a water elemental, and he said, um, don't sell the money in this, um, lake and don't throw the money in the lake anymore. No, he said don't throw anything in his uh, Yeah, home don't throw anything in it, there. It's his home. Yeah. Oh. And there were five cobalts, like, chipping off some pieces of rock and throwing it. I just... And, like, trees or something. I put my cheese stick in his water. Oh, wow. So, there were cobalts, and you saw a water elemental? Wow, that's a lot to... to a lot of information. But we've heard stories of uh, kobolds recently around in the wild areas around here causing trouble. So thank you so much for taking care of them. That's what the water elemental said. Oh, wow. And this water elemental, we've heard stories. We No one has ever confirmed that there was an elemental. Uh, but that uh, is a very respected place. Uh, so I'm excited to hear that he's real. Uh, but again, I thank you so much. Um, please feel free to stay the night on my tab. I have spoken uh, to Durgis uh, about the strangers who may have helped us, and I told him that if they were successful, that they should feel free to rest their weary legs uh, within the inn. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you. And then Thank she, you. she quickly introduces herself to everybody, just hi, because she didn't, the, the guys she didn't speak to before, she goes, my name is Lydia Leaf Blossom. I am the mayor of Cedarwood, and should you need anything, please feel free to find me. Okay. And then she hustles off to go talk to somebody else, or, you know. Her name sounds like Luna Lovegood. Oh. All right, so. Um, you're out in the city center, the town center. It's not a big town, so you kind of can see the entire town from I, where you're standing. I look for well, someone who hands out or sells food. Okay, can so we, we go back to the marker? Oh, yeah. We saved you some food. Yeah. So you, you don't have to buy food. any. Because no, I'm not looking to eat food. I'm looking to hunt food to, for a job. Oh, uh, and I, I still have the I have the plate in my hand and I give it to him. Oh, we see he's hungry. Look, bread oh, and oh, vegetables. Oh. So you just drink your food out? Yeah, mm, I'm starving. Here you go. This All right, and while we're while you're in here, give me real quick, Mal, with your uh, with this panther cub here. Give me an animal handling check real quick, since you're kind of it's been kind of following you around. I just want to test to see how well it's been bonding to you. What was it? Animal handling. 18. So what'd you roll? 14. So 14 plus 4 yes. is Eight. 18. Okay, awesome. That's a great check. Okay, so you notice now at this point, this uh, panther cub now, for almost a full day, has been following you around. Um, 
uh, and she seems to be getting closer to you. She seems to be a little more comfortable with you, um, becoming more a part, a partner with you than just a strange animal. She's more like a close friend. So keep her away from Dragon Fairy. Yeah, keep her away from Dragon Fairy. <laughs> Shellshock, you're looking around. You're just basically walking around looking for... Me. A job. A job. Okay. Well, you're you're in the center. Give me a give me an active perception check. What is my active perception? Just perception. Oh. Thirteen. So what'd you roll? An 11. Plus? 2. So 11 plus 2 is 13. Okay. Yes. So you, you're you kind of standing there looking around and you hear nearby uh, a mooing sound. Like a moo, moo, and y'all, you walk, you walk over there. I'm not sure if everyone wants to follow. Uh, I don't, I don't go. Can I go too? Yeah. So it's, it's in these stalls. It's, it's, it's a... Um, a small like barn within the city wall and you see the barn the doors are open and you see a cow on the laying on the ground and a uh, he is let me see here oh he is a he looks kind of unique to you you can't really tell he's stocky he's stocky like a dwarf but he's not quite as short as what most like dwarves are. Like, Durgish Strongbones seems to be your average height dwarf. But you see he's a little taller. Um, but he's down there on the ground on his knees helping this cow. This cow is giving birth. So he's like, he's kind of sweating. He's trying to help around. Do you walk up to him? Yeah. 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 And I... No, I have to back if he's helping the cow. What? Hug him and give him milk. Who? The cow. Yeah, the cow is not <laughs> taking advantage of The cow is busy giving birth to a baby cow. Oh, a calf. Oh. He I stops. Think, he hears think. you walk up. He stops and he goes, oh, hello there. Wait, it's a cow. How can a cow talk? No, not the cow. The, the person. The person helping the cow uh-huh. turns around and says, hello. Um, That'd be awesome, though, if the cow turned around. Is there anything? Um, he, he kind of gives you a look. Like, he doesn't understand why those people like walking up on him real quickly, but he's like, can I help you? I'm a little busy. And I say, we're, we're trying to help you. Have we helped him? We haven't even... I'm yeah. just looking for a job. A job? Well, um... Okay, uh, I don't need any help with this cow. Then why do you look like you're sweating? Because, well, she's having trouble. Uh, she's been carrying this a little too long and now we're trying to help her uh, deliver it but you know what now that you think about it I haven't been able to get out into the woods for a while um, my name is Chun Wen and I am both the uh, cattleman and uh, butcher for the town uh, I haven't been able to go collect any meat uh, I've been busy with this cow for a little while 
Would you happen to, would you be able to go out and bring in some venison for the town? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Thank you. I could pay you for your time. Um, I, I just really need to get back to this cow, but if you can bring me back in a couple of haunches of meat, something to, that's able to uh, survive, to help uh, feed this town for about a week or so, that's typically how much I, I bring in. Uh, would you be able to do that for me? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Um, now, excuse me. I have to get back to uh, to this to this cow. Yes, Dragon Fairy. I will offer if you help help and before so we're he, all gonna go out to hunt before, for the venison. Before you turn around, um. I I say my name is Mal. Okay, thank you, Mal. I say my name is Jackie Ferry. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you. And he's trying. He's he can you can see that he's trying to like move on away from you because he needing he really needs to get back to what he's been doing. I say, guys, leave him alone. Come on. Okay. I kiss the cow. You kiss the cow. Oh, I kissed the. Did you learn your lesson from hugging the baby panther? Yep, and. <laughs> And I learned my favorite. You don't have that. <laughs> and I and I learned my learned. And you can't also kiss a cow. That's close. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, which direction are you heading up then? Um, opposite from the river that we were just at. Okay. So the river was south we and a little bit to the west. So north. Yeah. At the north gate. Yeah. Okay. So we all head out north, and for about uh, 30 to 45 minutes, uh, you're walking up, and you can see there's a forest in the north, uh, and as you're walking, you're coming to the very edge of it. You assume this is where the, the deer and the animals that are, that are hunted for food are typically living. Um, so you're walking into the woods, and... You don't see any deer at the moment. You walk another 30 minutes. You don't hear any. Crash! All of a sudden, three wild beasts jump out of the forest. And they're snarling. And they look like big ugly, gross-looking, slobbery dogs, and they're they're going to have a surprise round attack on you. I punched them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's then where we're going to end it. No! <laughs>